Hello, dreamers. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Planning Podcast. I am so excited to bring you an exclusive training from our Dreamer Summit that just happened last weekend. It was an anointed, amazing, super fun event where we filled out our dream planners, our bucket list, crafted personal growth plans, planned out our week, found our fundamental needs. I mean, we created vision boards, we did all the things. It was so much fun. And on top of that, I think one of the best parts was we had so many incredible women come and speak, pour into our lives, host breakout sessions based on the areas of our life that we need investment in. And I just want to let you know, super exciting, that I am now offering the replay watch party so if you missed out and you're like i want to do that that sounds like so much fun you can catch the replay on our summit platform go to bit.ly slash dream summit replay i have a link in the show notes you can snag your ticket we'll register you and then you can pop into the platform and watch each session. You could even have a party over the weekend, over New Year's, have a friend over, fill it out. You don't have to have a planner to enjoy it. You can print out the planner workbook pages, um, but I highly recommend getting a planner so you can stay consistent through the year. But I'm so excited today. I'm going to be sharing with you a session from night one, our opener. And it was Tony Collier, who is incredible, the founder of Broken Crayons Still Color. And I'll tell you a little more about Tony. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey, dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God, and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment, and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, This is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right. Are you guys ready to hear from Tony? She was absolutely amazing. And I just want to make sure if you enjoy this session and you're like, I'm ready to dream, I'm ready to really invest in myself this year. This is your comeback year. I want you to attend this Dreamer Summit. Make sure you click the link in the show notes and snag your ticket. Watch the replay. Have a girlfriend over and enjoy this. It is so much fun to do together. Um, so without further ado, I'm just going to hand it over to Tony. I hope you absolutely love it. I actually had Tony on the podcast um, a few months ago, so I'll put a link to our episode as well if you want to learn and uh, get to know Tony a little bit more. But let's dive into Tony's session now. Hey, what's up, dreamers? As Polly said, my name is Tony Collier, and I am so excited to be with y'all at the Dreamers Summit. 2022. <laughs> it is, we've arrived. Okay. Can I just say that? Now we have been through a lot. Okay. Gosh, over the past year or two, but we have arrived in this place and I am so excited for you. We are here, uh, night one, session one, and wow, it's time to dream again. And I say dream again, because I feel like for many of us, we have walked through a season of just 
surviving, right? And so thriving has been hard. And as my good friend, Kurt Thompson says, it is difficult for us to create under stress, under pressure, when trauma comes. And we have all, my friends, been under collective trauma. But now I just feel like God's fresh wind is upon us. And it is time for us to dream again, to make plans again. We have all strengthened and refined a little bit, okay, at least, of who we are. We built a little bit more grit over this time. And now I just feel like it's time, okay? It's time to dream again. And I'm so super grateful that I get to kind of kick us off and be a part of night one. I, I, I feel like I have a word, okay? I feel like I got a little message for y'all. And um, hopefully I'll get to make you, you guys laugh just a little bit. And uh, we'll have some fun and we'll learn some practical steps to dreaming and what that looks like for us in the year to come. And so again, my name's Tony. I'm so pumped to be here, obviously. Got a lot of energy, surprise, okay? I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Now, I have to say that, I have to reiterate that because I live in Atlanta, sure, 11 years, whatever, okay? But I love Texas, all right? And it's just Texas all day. All right, I'm just putting that on the table. Now, um, one of my fondest and maybe craziest memories was in middle school, y'all, okay? And I was in a lot of things in middle school already, all right? I was the captain of the cheerleading team. I was in the little drama club, honey. I used to go to the little competitions, living my best life. I did, I, I, I attempted to do volleyball, but that was a fail, okay? So we're just gonna put that one to the side. But I, I, I'm a three on the Enneagram. I love to achieve. I love to win. I love competition. So I was in all the things, all right? Debate team as well. And something rose up in me one day and said, we're gonna switch it up. You know what I'm saying? You ever just like say, I'm going to do something new. I'm going to go after another thing, okay? I'm about to crush it. That was me in middle school. So I go home to my mom. I have like the little flyer in my, my, in my hand. And I go into the living room. And I'm like, mom, this is my moment. It's time for me to do something different. I want to join the swim team. Now my mom looks at me, first of all, and she goes, well, that's really interesting because you can't swim. I said, you're a hater. I didn't say that for real. Okay, said it in my mind. But I said, no, mom, I, I taught myself how to swim last summer. Okay, I don't know if you remember. She said, no, what you did was you jumped into the deep end with a pool noodle and you almost killed yourself. I said, okay, that did happen. Okay, but I believe in myself, all right? I am a winner. I'm so good at all kinds of other things, okay? Cheerleading, don't forget that, girl. Captain, hello. Theater, debate team, step team. I'm like, come on. I am going to crush it. I can do anything, right? I'm pleading with my mom in this living room, y'all, because I just obviously I don't give up. I'm like on the floor. I'm like, please don't let my dreams die. Like I'm really dramatic about it. And she finally gives in. And I'm like, thanks, mom. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lay you down, girl. And so she gets me that little ugly one piece black bathing suit because that's what you have to have, the little ugly one piece black bathing suit but I switched it up on these boys and I got like my cutie little big goggles with the nose, okay? <laughs> so cute. It, they were like pink or something like that, like magenta. And I get to the first practice and I'm like, hi everyone, I'm new. Think, yeah, I know, thanks, I'm gonna crush it. And, and I get to the edge of the pool and my coach blows the whistle. He's like, doo doo. I'm like, hey, what's up bro? How are you doing, I'm Tony? New star of the team, what's going on? And he said, you can't, you know, you can't wear those, the big goggles. You can't, you got to have, you know, eyes only goggles. And I said, 
well, how am I going to breathe? <laughs> what are you talking about? The water's going to get in my nose. He's like, you cannot do that. If you dive, you could fracture your nose. I said, okay, well, we don't want that. Okay. So he said, I'll get you some, some, some loners. And then, you know, you just got to get your own. No big deal. I'm like, okay, cool. What's, what's a little water in the nose? You know what I'm saying? And so I'm playing around in practice, you know, I'm like trying to do my thing. I'm swimming. I'm like little mermaid trying to do that little body roll thing in the pool. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then we, a couple, you know, days pass, a week pass. And then the coach says we have our first like practice meet, like a little scrimmage. And I'm like, Hey, totally. I'm so down for this. Okay. So he signs me up for the freestyle 100. Now, if I have any swimmers watching in right now, okay, you know what's going down. For those of you that do not, the freestyle is just a regular daggle, a little swim, okay? You just kind of move those arms, you flap those legs, ain't nothing crazy, it's not like the Michael Phelps situation. It's regular, okay? And the 400, no, 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 God, I didn't do the 400, that's a lot of laps. I definitely didn't do the 400. The 100 is four laps, okay? God, almost, I would have died, surely, God. All right, so. I'm like, I can totally do that. It's a lap down and back. Another lap down, back, I'm out the pool. I'm like, great. So we get to compete against like the other little schools so that they can have a scrimmage practice too. I'm doing my thing, got my swim cap on, looking like a tadpole, you know? I get to the edge of the little block. That's just how much I'd know about it because I don't even know what the stuff is called, okay? <laughs> I get to the edge of the block and there are other little like, you know, high schoolers, middle schoolers living their best life. And I'm like, hey, how are you guys doing? My name's Tony, new to the team. No lie, they just looked at me. I was like, okay, uh, we'll talk. We can talk afterwards if you, okay. Dead serious about this swimming stuff. I'm like, okay, whoa, lighten up. You know, I'm like, it's a practice meet. <laughs> we can't even win. So I'm excited, still saying hi to all the people. I get to the little edge, I bend down, you know, got my little goggles on. They blow the horn, all right? I dive in, belly flop, okay? <laughs> Immediately, I belly flop because, you know, honestly, I really never got the diving thing down pack in practice. But anyways, so I have to like get under the water, put my little legs up and then push off the wall. No big deal. Okay. Minor setback for a major comeback. <laughs> I'm swimming. I'm doing my thing. Freestyle. One, two, three. Breathe so you won't drown. One, two, three. Breathe so you won't drown. And I'm like, in my mind, at least, I'm the little mermaid. <laughs> I am crushing it. Okay. Guys. I get about halfway down this first lap and these little tadpole suckers have already made it through their first lap and they're doing that little turny flip thing. You like turn front and then you twist around. Somehow you land facing the other side, which is kind of weird. And you push off the wall and you keep it going. They're already doing that. I'm only halfway through the first lap. I thought, okay, wow, this the pool must be a little longer than practice, but I keep going because I'm going to crush it still. All right. There's hope for us yet. I keep going, I'm swimming, breathing so hard, all right? Swimming is tiring. I get down to the end, I go to do my little front flip, and then I stand up facing the same way, okay? Because for some odd reason, I haven't turned around. I don't know if it was gravity or I got confused <laughs> mid-flip, but I just, I don't know, okay? But it's fine, because I just turn around, and then I just push my little feet, you know, and then I go into the water and I push my little feet off the, the little wall. I'm doing my thing. I'm on the second lap. All right. One, two, three. I'm swallowing water. Okay. Um, I am exhausted. Okay. It was in that moment when I realized that I had never actually like done that before. I mean, I had done like one lap maybe in the pool, like one straight lap, but now I'm doing like laps. Okay. 
y'all, I am exhausted. And I just keep thinking in my mind, I'm going to drown in front of all these people. I need to do something about this. Guys, I look up. These tadpole little suckers, yeah, the other little babies, okay, they have already gone down to their second lap, did the turny flippy spinny thingy, came back down, and they are about to lap me. Meaning, I am on my second lap, they are on their fourth. I'm like, I don't know what kind of supersonic speed here that you guys got. I'm not sure what kind of youth of life kind of spirit you got in you, but this is crazy and you all are on steroids, okay? I'm just kidding. At that point, you just make up all kinds of stuff, you know? And so I, I said, I'm gonna drown. I need to get out of the water, but I don't wanna look like a complete loser. Y'all, I get the bright idea that I'm gonna cheat. I am just gonna get out of the water when they do, okay? That's right. I'm gonna pretend that I'm on my fourth lap with them as they lap me. So I'm swimming, 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 and they get out of the water and I just pop my little self out of the water. And you know, it's so freaking hard. You cannot even be like slick with it, right? You just kind of have to get up and you gotta roll like a little tadpole, like a little dead fish. And then you gotta hop up and you gotta go. Guys, I'm going, my coach, toot toot. I'm like, no, I'm fine, it's fine, everything's fine. He's just blowing his whistle at me. You gotta get back in the water. You're gonna be disqualified. I'm like, stop telling all my business coach. Like, hit. It's really embarrassing, y'all. I go straight to the locker room. I take out my little Nokia phone and I start texting my mom, okay? Because there are other kids in the locker room and they cannot hear me talking to my mom. And y'all, see, this is, this is how I'm really gonna know your age. Texting on a Nokia phone, very different thing, okay? I'm like, four, 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 four. Mom, oh, M, 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 M. I mean, it is treacherous. I'm like, come and get me, okay? My mom finally comes, y'all. I've stayed in the locker room the entire time. I slip out some way, somehow. I get inside of the car. And you know when your parents just know, you know? When they just know that they're right, when they just know that they're right and they just wanna be so uncivilized about it. You know what she did? She turned to me, she said, how did it go? And I just, I swear, I just wanted to pop off on her, but obviously my mom, I can't pop off. And I'm like, it went good. And she's like, Okay, when's your next meet? I said, you know what? With the whole hair thing, I'm trying to get in the water every day, washing it. I just don't think swimming is my thing. Just straight up lied through my teeth. You know what I'm saying? And the truth is, I mean, we know this. Like, I lied because I was ashamed and embarrassed. I lied because of my own insecurities. But I think I lied because I was sad that I disappointed my mom. And what's interesting is that in the moment, I thought about my mom like, man, you're such a big meanie. Like, you knew I sucked at this, okay? I don't know why you said yes, even though I begged you for a long time. And then you embarrassed me in the car. But I think to this day, now that I am a mom of a seven-year-old who is, gosh, just as wild as I am, I think my mom knew what I think God knows all the time. And it's that in that moment, I was trying to go after a Tony dream and not a God dream. Not something that I was destined for, not something that I was great at, but something that I just wanted to pursue and try. And the truth is trying in and of itself is not bad, right? It's not wrong of us to try. But how much easier is it to try things that we know that we are wired for, that God has ordained us for, that God has chosen us for? I wrote this down for us today. 
and I'm so excited about it. Um, I said, we all have divine purpose in the larger story of what God is doing. I mean, that's the truth, right? God has this larger story to redeem humanity. He wants us to do our best to get as many people pointed towards him, away from the worldly things, away from our little crazy ratchet selves, and to him. We are all a part of God's divine story. But our unique contribution to that larger story is the thing that we have to figure out and run after. And oftentimes we fail at something because we're doing things that we were not uniquely designed to do. And this is so difficult. I mean, I, I uh, can remember having some friends, okay, <laughs> um, that just thought they were singers. I mean, we, we've all had the one for, come on, let's not be honest. You may be that friend. Can we just be real? Okay. <laughs> you may be trying to sing and you can't. Okay. And, and we're just going to be real here because we're not, we, we ain't got no time to waste. Okay. A lot has happened to us over these last couple of years. And so I think now more than ever, we need to be razor focused on the things that we're called to do and not the things that give us comfort. The things that we are called to do and not the things that we like to do for play play. Okay. The things that we are called to do and not the things that stroke our egos. The things that God has destined us for, designed us strategically around. And that's what I want us to focus in on today. And I want to give you one scripture. This is an easy scripture, okay? I'm not going to go Bible thumping on y'all because your girl can go Bible thumping, all right? We have heard this scripture before. It's one of those cliche ones, but I think the core of what it is is so true and it's so important. And it's Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, okay? We know it, but I want us to dive into it just a little bit. Here's what it says. For I know the plans I have for you, okay? declares the Lord. Now there's a different, you know what? Let me not get ahead of my, I was about to break it down for you. I was about to break it down. I'm not going to do that yet. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Now I'm going to break it down. This is beautiful in and of itself. It's like one of those beautiful comforting scriptures, but let's really get down to the root of what this is saying. For I know the plans I have for you. Your dream is no secret to God. Surprise! Your dream is no secret to God. He knows the plans he has for you. It's not just plans for you to get married, get your little boo thing and all your little kids. That's a part of the plan. It's not just plans for you to go to school and go to college and get your degree and that's it. And they're a part of the plans. It's not just plans for your coffee stop in the morning. And those are included in the plans. It's not just plans on who would be your best friend, your kind of friend, your sandwich at like sandwich friends, I call them the people that you just kind of have a sandwich with at work. And those are a part of the plan. But it is also your dream plans too. God knows your plans. All of them. He has predestined you for a specific assignment and a purpose on this earth. You were born with a God plan, meaning you were born with every single crevice of what your life was supposed to be from when you were in your mama's belly. Surprise. So if you have maybe, I don't know, maybe this is a part of your story. If you have maybe thought, well, I don't really know my purpose. That's fine. We're ignorant. God is not. 
okay? I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to use my gifts. We're ignorant. God is not. We may not have it figured out yet. Maybe that's your story. Maybe that's where you're stuck right now. I just actually don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's okay. God knows. Maybe for you, you've been just, strat- you're like, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I just, the strategy, I'm just a little bit, I'm a little confused, okay? I don't know how to actually get this dream out. God knows the plans. Your strategy is included in God's plans for you. God doesn't just give vision. He gives provision as well. He gives plans. He gives strategies. But when's the last time you actually ask God for a strategy? See, we real, real big on asking God, can you give me purpose? Can you show me what my dream is? Can you define my my passion for me? But when's the last time you said, God, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to just listen to the strategy you have for me. And the truth is, for some of us watching this right now, it isn't the strategies around our dream that's wrong. It's the dream itself. For some of us here, we have decided out of our own insecurities and desires to pick a dream that was never in the plan for us. Ooh, can I just be honest? When I was a little girl, after I almost drowned at the swim team, <laughs> I had a dream. I wanted to be a corporate lawyer. And I always talked about it. I mean, I was going to be the Olivia Pope, but like minus the affair. You know what I'm saying? I was about to be in my little suits, honey. I was about to be single, living my best life. Okay, but that wasn't a part of God's plan. That's not what he had for me. And I remember even my dad saying, oh, you're going to be a pastor. You're going to be a pastor. You're going to preach it. Be a grandmama didn't say that. I didn't say that. And I'm like, no, dad, I'm going to be a lawyer. Okay, ain't nobody about to be preaching. Surprise. I remember when my friends were like, Tony, gosh, you're so encouraging. You're so inspiring. You have so much energy. Even my teachers used to say, I'm going to see you on a stage one day. I'm going to see you on a billboard one day. I've never been on a billboard. Can we just, I'm just saying, girl. Okay. Um, But they used to say that to me and I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Acting, whatever. I'm going to be a corporate lawyer though. So I make that money. Okay. That's what I said. And lo and freaking behold, As you can tell with a Bible in my hand here, okay, preaching on a camera, I fulfilled that because I don't think it's coincidence that people know ahead of time. And so I want to do us a favor. I want to go back down to the basics because for many of us watching this right now, we may know our dreams, but we may not have chosen the right ones. For some of us watching this right now, we just honestly have no clue at all. We're like, well, shoot, I don't know what my dream is, Tony. Okay, I don't know, girl. And I want to speak to that. I want to bring us back down to the foundational level of what God is not only saying here, but if you remember these words, he's declaring it. I know the plans I have for you. And I want to give you a strategy today for you to figure out what this plan is that God has for you. Because obviously it includes prospering, not drowning. Okay. And it includes hope, not shame. See, oftentimes your dream, the thing that you were designed and made to do, it brings you hope, not shame, like me, almost drowning, okay? And it brings you future, which is not just about prosperity, but it's about legacy, something you can leave behind, something your your people, the generations after you can hold to, 
not just the kids that you have, but maybe the company that you steward over and the generations to come after that. So let's talk about it. Okay, get your pens out if you have not already. All right, here's a little practical for you. Now, this is gonna sound backwards, all right? I just wanna, just wanna warn you, but trust me, I'm not a heretic. I love God's word. I love the Lord. I do feel like in so many things, we need to go to the Lord first, okay? Like, I don't know your everyday life, okay? But in this application, I want to break down a strategy for you, okay? And it's going to look a little different, okay? Number one, if you want to discover what your God-given dream is, ask your friends, okay? I know oftentimes people say, well, you need to go to the Lord. You need to... Let me tell you something. In Luke, it literally says, give and it will be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, running over. Who will pour into your bosom? Man. Because God sends us people to deliver messages from him. Not because they have more authority than us, not because they are more spiritual and awesome than us, but because God can use people. He's in the business of using people as his hands and feet. And oftentimes, the people closest to you know the answers to some of the questions you've been asking in private. I want you to ask your friends. I want you to get three to five of them suckers, all right? Close friends, your real friends, okay? Not the ones who's going to tear you down and say, no, you ain't doing this. That's horrific, okay? No, bro, it's not for you. Not those friends, okay? The ones that know you through and through. The ones that want good for you, want to point you back to all the goodness that your life can hold. And I want you to ask them all at the same time, what is special about me, okay, number one, and what are the gifts and talents that you think I have? And I want you to get a paper or a whiteboard out, and I want you to put those two questions on a board, and I want you to start writing out what they respond to you as. Why is this an important step for you? Well, it is simply because the people that experience you and know you deeply have already been impacted by your God-given dream. They know it. And if they come back to you and nobody says that you are a divine singer and you've been wanting to be a singer, you may need to check yourself, okay? If they, nobody comes back and says, you are an incredible chef, you need to go order some HelloFresh, okay? And it's fine, okay? <laughs> But nine times out of 10, the people closest to you have been exposed to your God dream. They know who it is that you are because they have benefited from it. They have seen the world benefit from who you naturally are. And you know what happened when I text all my friends this? When I was caught in the middle of figuring out where do I go with my life? Do I, I was fresh up off the divorce bandwagon, okay? I had just transitioned from a spiritually manipulative church. I was poor. I was a single mom. It was horrific. Okay. And I said, I want to live a life of purpose. I want to be in my God-given dream. You know what they said? Oh, you know what? Actually, I have it. I have it pulled up. I have it pulled up. I got responses. Oh, this is really kind of cool. I was not expecting this. You are able to inspire those around you and make light of any situation. Am I going to cry? Oh my gosh. Um, you're always willing to do for others. You're intelligent and you are a great communicator. You have a gift of words. You have the ability to use your creative insight in various aspects. That's one friend. Another friend, you connect with others so well. You're not, there's no strangers to you. 
Your passion and determination to fulfill your destiny are breathtaking and you can communicate buzzword it so very well. You, another friend, Courtney, you inspire so many with your words. Okay. There are so many times that I've wanted to give up on myself and people in my life and you've encouraged me through it. You are so motivated. I think motivational speaking is your gift. No matter what industry or profession you go in, you are just a motivator. You're creative. You're hardworking. You're not afraid. You, Trista, are an incredible communicator. Well, girls and boys, okay, these people, my friends, the people that know me the deepest showed me really just a mirror, the things that I always knew about myself and nothing had to do with swimming or law school. And it had everything to do about being motivating and inspiring, about being able to give people hope and inspiration through what? My communication and my words. And so teaching and writing is what I do because those are the very things that the Lord has planted on the inside of me to use, to carry out his divine larger story. It's to do this, what I'm doing today. And the truth is none of that came easy because after we figure out what our thing is by asking our friends, step two is just this, confirm with God. Okay, here's God, promise. Confirm with God. God, is this right? God, is this what you're leading me to? Show me the way. Sit and listen to his divine strategy, okay? And number three is just this. Believe in yourself. Now, this is super cliche, okay? But the truth is, you really do need to believe in yourself to do this. I can remember my first couple times getting on stage as I really started to get out there and I was so nervous and I remember my husband saying, you were made to do this. If this were your last time ever going on stage, how'd you wanna go out? You wanna go out nervous? Scared to do the very thing that you know God's called you to do, that your friends have told you to do, that God has confirmed with you? Or are you gonna believe in yourself and know, if God gave me these gifts, he will not leave me in it. If God gave me this purpose and this vision for my life, he's going to give me the provision to fulfill it because it's from God. That's what I want to encourage you in today. Follow your God dreams, not just the good dreams, because God's best is the best and it's for you. And nobody can take that away from you. For those of you that have your dream and you're just ready to start running in it. I wanna challenge you to bet and believe on yourself. That means investing in yourself. That means going the extra mile and saying, I'm gonna take a risk, but it's calculated already because I know this is for me. I've already confirmed it. I've asked my friends. I've gotten divine revelation from God. I understand that this is for me. And if God can be for me, then what on earth could be against me? I mean, maybe a global pandemic, okay? Maybe financial strife, maybe doubters and people that have just spoken some really hard words to you, but they are not strong enough to take away your God dream. They're just not. Let me pray for us. God, I pray for the dreamers out there, the ones that are just starting this journey, the ones that have been on it for a long time and the ones that just need to be 
reignited today, reminded that they're on the right path and that no path to success is linear and it for dang sure ain't perfect, but it's about a day-to-day surrender and a day-to-day pursuit and a belief of something bigger than ourselves. God, I pray for those that are listening that may have had a dream that was just a good dream, but it wasn't a God one. I pray that you give them the courage to let it go and pursue and follow the thing that you have for them. God, I pray over delayed gratification, the sweet smell of victory after surrender and suffering. After just giving it all up and laying it on the line, God, I pray for the moment, the days to come. That'll be days where their eyes will glisten in awe and wonder at what God has done. I thank you so much for this time, Father. And thank you so much for using me like you do. I really, really love it and I'm grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, dreamers, you guys have a phenomenal time at the rest of the Dreamer Summit. I'll see you soon. Amen, amen, amen. Wasn't that amazing? I am so thankful that women like Tony and Don Cherie and Allie Worthington, Kate Warman, Stephanie Gass, Chelsea Joe, Amy Brady, they all came together. At least Murphy, there's so many. They all came together to invest in you at this Dreamer Summit. So if you missed the live um, airing, it's okay. You can watch the replay. It's so good. So make sure you grab your ticket in the show notes. You can go to bit.ly slash dream summit replay. God bless and have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope that this episode blessed you today. If it did, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick 15 second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would love to connect with you. Now, if you don't have a 2022 dream planner yet, what are you waiting for? Now is the time to dream big with God for the new year. You can use my code podcast15, that's podcast15, to get 15% off your order today. And I also want to make sure you know that you are invited to join the Horatio Printing Academy and take the Dream Crafting course. If you're wanting to know more about your purpose and your calling and to map out your God-sized dream, this is the course for you. I cannot wait to welcome you inside and let you join the Dreamer Circle community. We are waiting for you. Head over to thedreamerinyou.com to get more information. You can grab your planner over at HoratioPrinting.com. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved and the best is yet to come.